You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our Sex Podcast Collective, visit PleasurePodcasts.com. Should I play the clip? Yeah, play it, mother. It's a Tic Tac. My name is Karen, and I'm proud of it. It was the most popular name when I was born. I've never disliked it. As a matter of fact, I've always loved it. I own it. So you Karens out there, unite with me. Karens are cool. Oh my God. Yep, there you go. Oh my God. It's uncomfortable to talk about sex, but sometimes it's important to get uncomfortable. Sex Talk with My Mom is the best mom-son podcast about sex. It's the only one as well. My mother is a cougar. My son is a clown. In a nutshell, my dad died. So my mother decided to create a YouTube channel all about sex, like all mothers do. And then my son decides to use my material in his stand-up comedy routines. And thus, Sex Talk with My Mom was born. Welcome to Sex Talk with My Mom. I'm Camp Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. We are chatting about sex twice a week, my mother and me. Just the two of us. Today is a Monday. We're answering your comments and questions, addressing all your horny thoughts. And on Thursdays, we talk with a guest. But today, it's basically Sneaky Freak Day. Sneaky Freak Day. And I wanted to start off by dedicating this episode. We've never done this before. But we will hopefully be doing it again after you hear this dedication. We are dedicating this episode to the sneakiest freak of all. I actually don't want to rank you guys in terms of the sneakiest. Uh, the most generous sneaky freak of all. <laughs> Elva, Elva C. made a huge generous donation. And we would love to thank her by dedicating this episode to her. You have made our days. In- I'll tell you what she did. And I didn't get it at first. She donated $300 in honor of the 300 episodes that we produced. Fucking unreal. Pretty fucking cool. Unreal. That was awesome. This is just a wonderful, wonderful surprise. And we we really appreciate it. And much needed as well because we're making some moves and making some changes. And mom, can I let you know something? Yes. Elva is a self-described 37-year-old cancer from Texas. She's single. she thinks that you're a good role model, an excellent mom, and an, oh. and I'm pretty and she's pretty sure an amazing partner. She's right on all those fronts. Is that sweet or what? Elva, I really appreciate you saying that. Thank you very much. As a cancer, I know money is important to you. So for you her to donate it, she must really, really like us. She also said that I will find somebody. Oh and I'm a great she's also guy, psychic. A great son, brother, and friend to your fr- to my friends. And do you she, think that's accurate? I hope she's right. I hope that she is. Psychic. What do you mean? I hope she's right. I'm talking about. Do you think it's accurate of what she said about you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all. That all. That's right. Of course. <laughs> uh, I think so too. I I would like to uh, discuss. Just let's launch in and discuss dating for a second here. Sure. Because why not? Times are changing. You know. They certainly are changed. And how are you supposed to date when you're not supposed to see people in public? Um, I don't know. Did you come up with solutions? Oh, yeah. And? I, uh, I really don't want to get in the weeds on this one, but I did go on a distant date, a distant date with someone. In the weeds, literally? We weren't in the weeds, no. But, uh, it's a very awkward thing to be on a date with someone, trying to be cool, and then telling them, excuse me, (laughs) you're you're too close right now. This is... this is five and a half feet. I had move to the ask fuck her, over. I had to ask her to put the mask on. Then I had to ask her to move. 
give me some distance over here. So she's that's a much more of a risk taker than you are. She actually seems pretty reasonable. Uh, but I would say definitely I'm the one uh, promoting the the safe distancing. There's always got to be one of the two because, I mean, I noticed that for for many times, Dee's and I are both, uh, uh, you know, one one time or another, we're like one one person's being more cautious than the other. Yeah. There's always a discrepancy. How I mean, sometimes you're on the same exact page, but it's hard to it's hard to do that. Get this. Here's my question, mother. How I do not know if I'm in the right mindset to date. You're always in the right mindset to date. Here's why. Imagine taking a, a someone who hasn't eaten in two months to the old country buffet. That well, motherfucker all, is going to be that, in heaven. Or you just be like, ew, this stuff sucks. I'm used to fasting. Yeah, two, month, two months of fasting, you're fucking eating like a, you're gored off in that fucking old country buffet. Pounding okay. those breadsticks. Shoveling those brownies, those stale fucking... What about the, the biscuits? They used to have really good biscuits. I actually I shouldn't hate on the old country buffet. Because last time I remember, I remember going, it, it was fucking delicious. Um, okay, but anyway, do, it's not a I great doubt, I, health. That's move. not a good place. That's not a good place for 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 being uh, in the time that we're at because everybody's sharing out of the same spoon and shit like <laughs> that, and breathing all over the food. That's probably the worst place you could go. No, I'm, I'm not saying I'm going to go on a date to the old country buffet. I know, but I'm just making a statement about the old country buffet in general. All buffets right now are probably not a good idea. Definitely not a great idea. Soup plantation, not a great spot. Not a good, not a good idea. I loved uh, soup plantation, but do you remember the red tomato? Oh, I do remember. Oh my god, yeah. what a throwback! That throwback was back f- to the red tomato. That was a fucking <laughs> outing every time we went to the goddamn red tomato. Holy shit! You get that, up to the dessert area; it's out of control. Just fucking the shoveling the desserts. You know, and the people that frequent that place, they cook, it's like the red tomato is supposed to be for salads and stuff. Uh, uh-uh. uh those people they're chowing down. <laughs> that is not a salad place. That is salad is like uh, a little tiny appetizer to how the whole main. How did those places even exist? I don't know, but um, I think right now would not be a good time to go to those places. What I'm trying to say is that I don't know if I'm in a mind. My mind can be reliable. Like I, I have a feeling once I reintegrate into society, I'm going to re- open my eyes and be like, whoa, 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 whoa. What, where have you gotten yourself? You know? Why Why do you have to worry about the, uh, possibly a year to 18 months from now? Oh, you think it's that, we're that far away. Whatever it is. You got to live day by day right now. This and is if a, you got somebody in mind, just, just try it. Get it, off of your anxious By the way, this is, get this, the, is, this is actually completely uh, agnostic to this woman. I, it really has nothing to do with... I, I think I would want to go out with this... Agnostic to the woman. Meaning, like, it, not it's, it's not personal to her. I'm just saying no. anyone we, who I'd go out I, with right now, I'd have the same concern. I think that was very well established. Okay, good. In general, I think you basically are never 100% on talking about anyone in particular. It's just a, sort of like your general feel about yourself right now. I, here's another thing. I've, I think this is reflected in my eating habits. <laughs> Why are you laughing? What? What do you mean your eating habits? Okay, so yeah. I, I uh, went over to a friend's place uh, for a, a dinner 
Okay. It, outside, I'm assuming. It's an outdoor dinner, and basically, nice. it's just me and my other two friends, and they sit on one side of this long-ass table because they're quarantined <laughs> together, and I sit on the other side, and we have a communal food area where we'll just uh-huh. go and safely put it on our plates. It's all outside. Are you shouting at each other? Like, it feels hello like, I down feel like there. I should bring a telephone and just you know call in to the other side. <laughs> like a speaker. Yeah. So... But here's sort of like what, what we're doing now. You should do a zoom. It's exactly. I should zoom into the other side. Yes, zoom to the other side. Well, here's what happens. I think because during the week I'm just cooking for myself that I really am limiting my consumption, not on purpose, just b- but by mere fact that I I just don't cook enough because I've got so much other shit I'd rather be doing. Well, I feel guilty because Dee's cooks enough for like five people. And it's just the two of us. And I feel guilty every time thinking, oh, my kids can't eat this delicious food. I can't even eat it because I feel so bad that you guys can't eat it. Oh. So I think we're going to make a bunch of stuff. And then I, I say we generously, but it's really him. He's going to make a bunch of stuff and we're just going to deliver to you guys. No way. Yeah, that's what oh, we're doing. Oh, that is so fucking sweet. I can't stand it. Every time I eat such a good meal, I'm like, God damn, the kids can't eat this. Well, it's not fair. I will tell you, I had a delicious meal at my friend's place. So delicious that I kept shoveling. I just kept shoveling. And there's there's no stopping. And then I'm like, what's going to happen if I just keep shoveling? I'll tell you what happens. I sat in bed like a pregnant woman. I couldn't even, I could not sit on my, I couldn't sleep on my stomach or my side. I felt so enormous. Like a, like a fetus was growing in me. Like a constipated pig. I tried to shit in the night to try to get it out. Didn't work. Not him. It's a lot of bread, probably. That's exactly what it was. I, I don't usually I don't usually eat bread, and I just was yeah. pounding pounding bread. Well, I was talking to someone in my building, and she was describing her boyfriend, who she said is constantly eating, constantly hungry, and she goes, "He's like a raccoon rummaging through my refrigerator." This person happens to be a comedian, so we were dying. It is. I think when you're bored and you're in the house, all you do is walk over and like you're expecting you open the refrigerator. Oh. Something new has arrived. No, nothing new arrived from the five minutes ago when you were scrounging before. I mean, it's just like my refrigerator probably is going to break because of how many times these opens it up to check the contents. Oh, my God. And he's got a photographic memory, so he knows every single thing where it is in the refrigerator. I don't know what he expects to find when he opens it. How much are you hassling him to stop eating? I've given up. Really? I, just, I don't believe that, I, honestly. All right. I, 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 I'm going to guess <laughs> it's at least three times a day. Well, it's it's after a huge meal where I don't finish mine, so he eats it, and then it goes and makes himself a huge, like, you know, banana strawberry milkshake or whatever, mm-hmm. and then I see him open the refrigerator again. It's like, the kitchen is closed. Announcement. The kitchen is closed. Are you mainly saying this uh, because you don't want him eating your food or because he's no. he's growing? He's growing. <laughs> Growing a beard, I want to talk about that. What do people do in relationships when one of the partners likes a beard and the other partner doesn't? Oh, so in this situation, I'm guessing you're the one who doesn't like the beard. I don't like being with someone who looks like they can join the group of ZZ Top. You know, this reference is outdated. I've heard you make it before. Mumford and Sons, Rumpelstiltskin, um, (laughs) someone off a Duck, Duck Dynasty, I don't know. I don't know what else to call it. It's just, it's not like a neatly trimmed thick beard. It's like a scraggly, 
<laughs> like it looks like I told him yesterday that he has it looks like he has a bird's nest on each side of his cheek and on his chin. So he's like three of them. Oh my god! It just keeps you getting I mean? longer and longer. And thicker and thicker and whiter. And, and you know, <laughs> I told him he looked like Judd Hirsch. But he did not take that as a compliment. I don't know who that is. Uh, it's, you know, it's not a, it's not a look because of the beard. The beard just, it's taken over the face. And, you know, so, if you have a handsome face, why are you covering it with a beard? And, I don't get and it. And you go and kiss it? I have no choice. I mean, I'm kissing my boyfriend. How am I not going to kiss him? And so when you put your fucking face it, against it, your, I, head, he your said head, he, like, bounces back? Yeah, he said it's like exfoli- he is exfoliating my face with his beard. <laughs> oh. I told him it's like a, a Brillo pad is exfoliating my face. That's what it's like right now. And I think it's just to prove a point. Oh, yeah, what it's point like, is he proving? This, this is how long we've been in, 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 uh, ah. inside, in isolation. He's, he's, he's like, it's a protest beard. I've thought of this, actually. Uh, and maybe I shared this with him in, in the negative you did, context. I'm- Oh, I, I said it did, basically people... like I think I'm. I need to shave because it kind of it. It's reminding me, like it's an unconscious reminder that I'm dissatisfied with my current situation. It, it's like a fuck you, saying, "Hey, I, look how long I've been inside in isolation. This is why my could, my face looks like yeah. fuck." It could be that, or it could be that uh, he uh, just likes his beard. I think it's the latter. So what and do then, you do? And what do I do? I, I'm uh, uh, I'm having a hard time um, suggesting ways to trim it. <laughs> I'm sure you are not a, at a loss for ideas. I'm, I'm very I'm very subtle about yeah, it. Yeah, you're very subtle. I am subtle as a Mack truck. So, wh- how uh, would you say that you tell him to shave more or less than you tell him to stop eating? Oh, oh man! I definitely sh- shaving was more. Shaving is definitely more. I've given up on the food. It's mostly the shaving. I, I mean, really. But anyway, I would like to tell you about an incident at our pool. We have a communal pool. Oh, God. You should not some be hanging of, there. Some Well, you made me very nervous when you I called you from there yesterday, and you're like, what are you doing? Why do I hear people close by to you? That's I'm exactly like, oh. right. Yeah, this I said they're at least 10 feet. No, they're not. If I hear them that closely, they can't be that close. they got to be closer. That's exactly right. Well, apparently... The person that had brought said individuals up to the pool decided to have like a twerking contest. And these women were twerking in the pool like you can't even imagine what it looked like. Who's having guests over like that? Who, he's having They're a not, pool it's party? It's not allowed. It's not allowed. We got And that's so everybody in the pool is mumbling about how angry they are that this is going on. Because if they shut down the pool. Yeah. The, the police can shut it down. And I, I'm looking up and I'm seeing helicopters oh, and God. I know they're scoping out the twerkers. There's no way these twerkers were six feet apart, the by the way. They, they were not. They were on top of each other, twerking all over the place. This guy's, you know, putting it on Instagram live. And I'm like, oh, shit, we're going to get nailed by those cops up above. Oh, God. Did you say anything? I did not. But I know that some people did. Oh, wow. And and yeah, some people did say something and he went over and he went to a different a different pool, a different so, pool. How yeah, many pools you, know, you got over there? It's not my pool. He went over to a different pool in general. Oh, I see. OK, he left, which, uh, you I know, it's unbelievable that everyone has this, a very different approach to how they want to. Stay safe. Yeah, you know? I mean, some and, and I met a lot of people. Oh, I've had it already. I'm like, how do you know that you've had it? You, did you get tested? No. Well, then how do you know you've had it? You don't know. You don't you know had you've had it. had it. You don't know you had it. And, and then this kid comes up to me to show me something on his phone. 
and he breathes right in my back. I almost had a heart attack. Fuck I like him. I like get out and then I literally went from him breathing on my back to me diving into the pool. It was like a see ya bye dive. Wow. I just literally because chlorine's in the pool, it's gonna wash that shit right off of me. I stayed in there you for should a while. Not be up there. You should not be up there. I need to live. I need to live, Cam. I can't live in a one bedroom apartment watching D's going in and out like a like a scavenger <laughs> into the refrigerator. I can't do it. Okay. I need some I need some outside air. <laughs> and know, and I know I'm not the only one that's getting a little annoyed. I mean, it's yeah, everyone seems to be. Uh, it's, everyone's got a different, like, uh, boiling boiling point, and I think we're we're all reaching it at different times. This is, I think, it's going to be very interesting to see when people fall. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's not. I mean, we're have, actually we've. I think we. It's been like sort of like a roller coaster. Where it's like really annoying, almost ready to kill each other. Then we're really getting along well, and then we're really annoyed. And right now, we're we're in a, still in a very calm phase. Wow. So I don't want to say too much because it could explode in my face any moment. That's excellent. But, yeah, we're we're on the same. Let's say. Well, although I I have to constantly like I see him going closer and closer to people in the pool area and I have to constantly be shouting, Ahem, can you put some lotion on my back over here? Jesus Christ. Yeah, you gotta that keep watching. That gets me riled up, Mom. That gets me riled well, up. It, don't, I don't get like riled. It's, it's just that it's, it's hard to know. Like, I think people should walk around with this tape measure. I do. I do walk around with a fucking tape measure. In fact... What? Are you serious? Yes. When I go on distance walks, I, luckily I didn't go with the date, but on the... If, Oh my but, God! But you could not. With my friends, I will take out the tape measure. Get out of town! I it's swear a, to it's God. A, okay, so if it's a windy day, you can literally go like, uh, uh, like next to each other, and, and probably nothing was going to garbage, or if garbage, garbage if idea, garbage idea. If you are in an elevator, you should maybe be like six, maybe not even get in the same elevator as somebody else. I want to discuss something not related to coronavirus for one second. Okay, the mom's f- news. Mom's news. Okay, we can go there. No, I, is that what you were saying? I was just taking no. a wild guess. You, oh, you, what were you saying? You took a complete swing and a miss. De- de- detour. Yeah, we could do mom's news, though, if you're interested. All right, I'll do a quick mom's news because I thought this was kind of funny and and uh, maybe apropos under the circumstances. This comes from uh, a reliable source in the UK, and I say that snickering. Because it's really not. It's called a Metro UK, which I think is like, you know. It's a tabloid? A, I'm more of a tabloid type of thing. But I mean, this is, has some element of truth to it. So a mother of two believes that drinking smoothies with a shot of sperm have helped to boost her immune system and is helping prevent coronavirus. Tracy Kiss, 32, says she's, by the way, the Kiss is her last name, says she's not had a cold or a flu for three years because of her concoction, which is made using donations from her boyfriend. She takes three shots a day. Oh, oh no, I'm sorry, a week. Oh. Tracy, a, Tracy, a personal trainer from Aylesbury, said, I found a free vegan-friendly alternative method to boost the body's immune oh, system. God. You don't always know what the... It's in a pharmaceutical medicine. It's much better for the body to drink something that doesn't contain chemicals. Now, this is what I thought. She 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 equates it to like a mother breastfeeding all that and, and how it's um, she hasn't had a cold and she puts it on her face to clear her skin. And I, the I, remedy. I just, I just want to wait, vomit. Listen to this, though. The remedy has not been verified by the World Health Organization. Oh, wow. Shocker. Okay. Wow. Honestly, wow. 
Now, here's the major wow factor. It's best to, this is what Tracy says, it's best to consume semen as close to production as possible to get the most nutrients. I just can't stand it. I can't take it. But listen, but I often store it in the freezer in an ice cube tray as my partner who does not wish to be named, he doesn't wish to be named, and I are a long-distance relationship. They're in a long-distance relationship, and she gets, like, deliveries of frozen She's got her own sperm bank over there. It's unbelievable. So she, she says the quantity depends on how hydrated my boyfriend is on the day. And sometimes I have a shot or disguise the taste. I in just, a Mama, you have to berries. stop. Yeah, it's, it's making me nauseous. All things make me is nauseous. Is that the craziest? Did she say she's giving it to her kids? No, she did not. She's okay. taking it all for herself, for her immune system. She has a, I don't, a very active, healthy lifestyle. I, and the supplement has helped her immune system. What she's you, convinced What's your it. What's your response to that? I, my response is, you can go believe what you want to believe, little lady, but if the CDC or the World Health Organization has not approved it, it's all in your mind. Okay. You don't have the immense repulsion that I'm experiencing right now? I, I would not be up for uh, drinking shots of sperm. Uh, I- <laughs> But I, I don't do want to like, yuck anyone's yum. I honestly I do, don't want to yuck yum, but it's just, it doesn't work for me. It's not, do it like, does not work for me. Do you like, I do like um, the greens. I love our greens. Yeah. Billy's infinity greens. I do like Billy's infinity's greens. That is good. That's good in my morning shake, but no, no, I'm not up for the sperm. Oh my fucking God. Wait, how did you uh, find this mom's news? I don't know. I was just looking for interesting news. I'm and all, then disgu- I found I'm, it. All, I'm all, uh, I, I'm all, I'm all round. It, I feel I disgusting. I know. I found it very fascinating. So, um, but you were on to something else. Yeah. And you know what? I'm kind of disappointed that we went in that direction. I'm going to ask moving forward that you don't (laughs) share any news that's going to make me want to hurl. Yeah. But that you get, you're you're a very easily triggered hurling response. No, I don't have an easily triggering hurling response. And you have an easily, easy fucking futzing with the mic every goddamn time so that I have to clean this shit out. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I forgot about that. Okay. Next. Should, do we need to even tell our listeners? I, I just wanted to give the the oh. tech update. Um, today, it Wait. only took <laughs> it only took 43 minutes to get the, the tech set up for this for this recording. So I just want to congratulate Wait, my I just mother wanted... on this. Why is this always my fault? I don't even understand how it could possibly be my fault when you yourself said it doesn't work with the method you were trying. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But somehow when you get involved, it does get fucked. It is true, though. Every single thing I do, I feel like almost like if you called up any tech support line, they have a picture of me with like a line going through it saying that if I call, make sure not to answer because Everything, every time I'm on with them, it's two hours and it doesn't even get fixed. And yet you are leading the charge on TikTok. Oh my God. You can't even imagine how many new fans I have. I don't understand why you'd want new fans, first of all, or second of all, how you know how to use TikTok. I know how to use it and I'm becoming an authority in it. So if anybody would like to get more information on using TikTok, <laughs> just, just yes, text mommy and I will be happy to go through it with you because I'm TikTok obsessed and I made a new, make, you know what I like? I make that. I'm meeting new cougar-like women throughout the country and world. No way. Yeah. There are yeah, other I, cougar women on TikTok? Oh yeah. Oh, it's like, oh my God. Yeah. There's a whole like keyword cougar of TikTok. And you've just became friends with them? Yep. 
I sneak into their, their streams and I say, I like this and they like this. And sometimes what I do is like, if I see like a dance that's choreographed between like a 40 year old and a 50 year old, I'm like, you need me in there. And I do a duet with them and then they love it and then they share it and it's all good. So 40, 50, 60. Oh yeah. This I got that 60 and hilarious. up club going on here. I'm I'm the 60 and up club on, on TikTok. Check it out. Karen Lee Unreal. Coder. Unreal. And speaking of Karen Lee, I decided I'm done with this whole Karen thing. I mean, it was brought up on our last podcast as a question. Like, what do I think about this whole Karen thing? Which you I got did a, a lot of our listeners are not as millennial as you are. So explain what the Karen thing is. Well, like this guy, Jeff, writes to me. Always wondered whose idea it was it to hijack the name Karen and use it to identify a pain in the ass, overly fussy, complaining, and self-righteous woman. Why not call them Susan or something? Anyway, I'm sure you're not a Karen, Karen, with a smiley face. So basically, yeah, it's I'm a not meme, that woman. It's a meme that's going around, especially on, on Twitter. Uh, you they, mean on Reddit, too. Where they well, do hashtag Karen, and, uh-huh. it's, and it's to describe someone apparently not similar to my mother, but maybe sh- do you share any characteristics uh, well can you can you play the clip that i or should i play the clip yeah play it mother that i that i did okay I'm, i mean i played i'm going to show you what i did right here i actually I haven't just, seen this yet so i right, i, I can't wait for the debut of your tick okay. this is a tiktok it's a tiktok and it, i also put it on my instagram page okay all, all right, right. holds it right up to that mic mom all right my name is karen it was the most popular name when I was born. I've never disliked it. As a matter of fact, I've always loved it. I own it. So you Karens out there, unite with me. Karens are cool. Oh my God. Yep. There you go. And oh my God. It, and then I took a poll on top of that. On TikTok, I took a poll and I did it on uh, in, on Instagram. But the poll on TikTok is pretty marvelous. Wait a minute. What, what is the poll what? asking? The poll says, do you love a hashtag Karen? I got a view the, to view your vote results. Yes, 84%. No, 16%. There were 118 yeses, 23 no's. <laughs> How do you like that? You're really taking ownership of Karen. Yeah. Fuck all the haters of Karen. You know what? Fuck the I, haters. First of all, I, I like to be going, going by my middle name because there were so many Karens that I said, oh, I got to be Karen Lee. Now, because of this, I think I got to get rid of Lee because I'm like, I'm now taking over the word Karen, uh, oh, name Karen again. My I don't know what to do anymore. I mean, I. Cougar Karen I, taken over completely. Cougar Karen. I mean, I just like, I couldn't believe how much there are actually 23 people that said, no, they don't love a Karen. Can you imagine this? And one of them is one of our patrons. I was like, what the hell is that? What the hell is that? I don't know, but I don't know why you would hate someone because of their name. Yeah. But anyway, I just I wanted to mention that TikTok is my thing. And we're going to be putting a lot of stuff for sex talk with my mom on TikTok. I have new ways of learning how to green screen with TikTok. This is what I do. Oh, my God. Along with going how? through 50 photo albums. It seems like everyone I know is going through photo albums, by the way. Oh, I'm not alone. No. In fact, one of my friends who I used to do comedy with just... Uh, got her piece published in the new yorker you know she does those little cartoons she's a cartoonist and it has yes. someone uh going through all their photo albums it's a, it's a joke about it. it's great oh i saw that joke don't yeah. don't think i didn't see that joke. i sent I, that joke I, to I, you oh i identified it with that joke for yeah. sure thank you for sending it you're welcome mother 
Uh, I also wanted to give a uh, a little explanation uh, that explanation of uh, a little sharing. Oh, I'd like to hear of the Hustler magazine article that we were quoted in. Oh, I liked it. It was, uh, it was all about voyeurism. Interviewed some leading experts in the and the and the topic by Teresa Lowe. Yes, who, who was on guest. our yeah. Former guest of the show, and she's awesome episode. Uh, This is just a little bit of what she wrote. Voyeurism that is consensual, like what happens at sex clubs or peep shows, can be fun and erotic. Erotic, but non-consensual activity, like being a peeping Tom while being illegal in a number of states, is also damaging. Our experts agree. Cameron Poder, co-host of the podcast Sex Talk with Mom, Cautions that even if you do have initial consent to watch, it can be harmful if you start recording without permission and sharing it like a creepy uncle. How do you like that quote? I think that's a wonderful quote. Do you have a creepy uncle that has been uh, voyeurism, no, voyeuring? Not that you, I, know I should know about. If I know, if anybody's creepy, you can just let me know. I will let you know. Maybe your brother. I don't know. He could be. Knowing him, I don't know what the hell he does. I don't think he is. Uh, He's too busy uh, rescuing cats right now. He's got five kittens. Oh, my God. So then it goes on to say, Karen Lee shares that she has personally been a fan of voyeurism because watching excited the mind, which is 90% of sex, according to her. I thought that was very bright. When I watch someone doing something sexual, they're quoting you, I imagine myself in their role. For example, right. if I'm watching a striptease, I fantasize that I'm doing whatever the stripper is doing. Yeah, I do. That's really nice that you shared that with uh, <laughs> Hustler magazine. <laughs> Why wouldn't I share that with Hustler? I mean, we I am a sexual woman, and I think that it's nice to tell people what gets me off sometimes. Uh, they continue to say, Cameron and Karen Lee have heard wild stories from their guests, and while speaking to HustlerMagazine.com, Cameron re- recalls one potty mouth incident, including his mother, what? involving his mother. Someone offered to pay my mom to poop in a toilet and then watch <laughs> him eat it. Cameron says she declined, and unfortunately, he did not make me the same offer. <laughs> uh, well, it's true he it, didn't. He did not make you an offer, and I wonder why. I'm so glad they painted me in such a nice light in this. <laughs> Well, I guess there's you know, no light that I would have enjoyed being. Yeah. This is just a very truthful um, article. Exp- yeah, I would say expose. <laughs> I actually thought it was very well done, and I'm very happy and proud to be part of Hustler. You know, because when I was growing up, it was, all we had for porn really was uh, looking at old Playboy magazines, and people would always say, oh, I don't buy them for the pictures. I buy them for the, the articles, the journalism content. Yeah, right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's the same thing here. The flowers are blooming, the grass is growing, and it's time to mow your lawn. <laughs> when I say lawn, I mean your bush, your weeds, your goddamn pubic hair that's sprouting out over your goddamn coronavirus shorts. It's enough. I see it on my boyfriend's face. There's bird's nests growing in the beard. I don't need to see it down below. And thank God for Manscaped. Manscaped creates precision-engineered tools for you or your man's family jewels. If we didn't have Manscaped right now, it would be like going through the forest to find a stump. 
I take my own electric trimmer for my face, and then I put it down in my fucking spengmo-ass balls, get that cheesy smell all over my goddamn trimmer, then I got to go back to my face. It's not good. You need a separate goddamn utensil, and that's why I use the Lawnmower 3.0 by Manscaped. I shear the shit out of those balls. Bada-bing, bada-boom. Great battery life. USB chargeable, waterproof, skin-safe technology. It's a perfect trimmer. I couldn't agree with you more, Cam. Honestly, this was a compelling ad. Why? Because I believe in the product. You get 20% off and free shipping with the code MOMTALK, M-O-M-T-A-L-K, MOMTALK, not mom, MOMTALK, at manscaped.com. After all, it's time for some spring cleaning. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code MOMTALK. I would like to do a quick Cam's Corner. Cam's Corner, Cam's Corner. All right. If you're sitting at home feeling like your your time is never well spent, you got that itch every time you're doing something that you should be doing something else, you might be experiencing what I like to call Cam's life. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And I recently found some remedies. Okay. You want to hear the remedies? Yeah. None of them are going to be fun. I can tell you. They're all going to be something weird. I swear to God, this is what is saving me. A morning okay, a morning routine and a nighttime routine. How do you like that? What are are they involving meditation? Of course. Are they involving but, yoga? Of course. Are they involving uh, oh, this eating? Is fun. Yes. Yeah, keep guessing uh, what I'm else. I'm gonna is guess involved. the whole thing. You see, you wake up in the morning, the first thing you do is is think to yourself. Do I have Corona today? No. Honestly, yeah. coronavirus concerns have, I, I think I've exhausted Dissipated. Them. Okay. Then you have some other issue that you're wondering about. Like, this might I turn in a certain direction when it shouldn't? No. It, no. Believe it or not. So you wake up with a clear mind. Uh, I wake up thinking about all the things I need to be doing today. Oh, okay. So now you got to de-stress yourself because you're already stressed out. Correct. Because you have so many things. Okay. So then you think, well, should I go to my Zubitan and sit down there and meditate? There's no. So this is the beauty about the routine. There's no decision making. There's no. You always go to the Zubitan. You go same, right from the bed to the Zubitan. It's the same routine every time. That's the ritual. That's what keeps me out of my fucking head. It's brilliant. I I kind of have the same routine, but it involves a lot of coffee. <laughs> so the, here's why it works because. The anxiety that I feel about not knowing how I should be spending my time and not like feeling like I'm being productive just goes out the window when I don't have to make any choices. I'm just right. going through the motions. I, I'm, I'm, I'm present with the, these activities I want to do that I, I know are healthy for me, that feel good. And then I'm not constantly saying, oh, should I be doing this instead? Should I be doing this instead? No, no, no. Right. And here's the I key. I think that's a good productivity hack. Here is the key, mother. What's the key? I do not turn the phone on until the routine is done. Are you are you trying to insinuate that I call you during that routine every day? No, you don't. Oh, okay. Thought there was an insinuation there. No, I I mean you might, but I don't get the information. I, I don't get that. I'm just saying that's a very hot tip. Hot tip. Don't turn the phone on. Because is the phone in the room at all? Is it yeah. the phone in your room when you're sleeping? Yes. Yes. <clears throat> is it? It's is it on? And and it's on airplane it mode. Airplane mode. So basically, it's not there. So yeah. So basically, when when the routine is going on, as soon as I turn the phone on, the routine gets fucked. I found this oh, out. So you can't okay. do that. Yeah. So uh, does it involve the Zubatan? 
Is it a Zabatan? The Zabutan and Zafu. Zabatan and Zafu? That's what I meditate on, yeah, it does. Okay, how long does this go on for? Uh, it's about, I'd say an hour-long routine, front to back. No, I'm talking about how long are you meditating on the Zabatan and Zafu? Ten minutes. I've been doing Sam Harris's uh, Waking Up oh, app. Oh, I want to I look into that, yeah. Yeah. Okay, know, and then you're the... up. Then you're up. No. Nope. And then you're, no, you're not this up This is yet. not the right order. This is actually, oh. I'm wondering also if this is boring. Okay, let's skip but to it, the But end. sometimes it's not boring to hear about people's routines, actually. All right, let's just make it quickly. Okay, so, so here's what, what I do. what is the actual routine? I, okay, I get up. I, I make my bed immediately. I, well, first, actually, I'll turn my phone off, like the alarm, and then oh. I'll make my bed. I'll probably lie on top of my bed for a good five minutes and then get the fuck up. Picture what I want to happen during the day. Then I'll go. Do you wake up at the same time every day? I try. So then I, then I open the blinds, wash my face, brush my teeth, hit the Zabutan and Zafu with the fucking meditation, 10-minute meditation, waking up app uh, tutorial helps me out. And then... I do a little yoga with Adrian, 20 to 30 oh, minutes. I love Adrian. Fucking love Adrian. And then I'll go to the kitchen and I'll eat something that I've already made the night before. I'll maybe do a little journaling. And then I can kind of, then it's time to start the fucking day and get the, the anxiety what a wheels wonderful turning. Day. Yeah. I it's, it seems like it's a good morning. Mine is very different from yours. Yeah, what's your morning routine like, mother? Well, basically since I'm up at 4:30 in the morning, like having to go to the bathroom or and then waking up with some other ailment, I have to sleep later because I've already now taken a quarter clonopan or some Tylenol to go back to sleep. By the way, you got to stop with the clonopan. And then You got to stop with it. It's bad. I met for, someone really who's sending me I was it's a quarter and it's very rare that I take uh, it. It's very bad for you. Anyway, and then I met someone in the pool yesterday who said he's going to send me some CBD stuff. So that's maybe going oh, to help me more. Yeah, yeah. Then, then after that, I immediately get some coffee. Okay. And then when I get my coffee, I started getting hyper. Oh, and then this talking starts. And then the talking starts. So you don't do any between... br- teeth brushing or anything like that? Oh, no, no. I usually will brush my teeth before the coffee or brush the teeth after the coffee, then there's a face washing that goes on. Is D's on. up at this point? D's is up too, and talking too. Oh there's my God. Of, the lot amount of, of talking of, that occurs in that apartment. A lot of talking going on, a lot of thinking about the dog. Are you Should guys even walk? talking to each other, or are you just It's just it's a lot of separate tracks going on? You know, there's usually some... A lot of a, a lot of mixture of both is going on. A lot, a lot of a lot of chatting. A lot of sometimes a cuddling session will go on. Oh, and then up and at him, and then dealing with the dog and his issues. He's we have now created an anxious dog. What? He will pee up in the balcony, but he will not poop. So that means that he's taking a stand. And oh. if he doesn't, yeah, if he doesn't get his way, he chooses paws. So that's oh. my routine. Yeah, we got issues with Gus. Oh. Gus has got some mental mental issues with the quarantine. He's I would have, yeah, that. I would have some issues there. So that's our that's it. Very similar to yours, I see. Yeah, very of, uh, similar. Uh, my mental state. At what point calm. do you check TikTok? Oh, I forgot to mention that goes on before as soon as the alarm rings or I wake up, whatever comes first. TikTok 
is now my go-to choice to, oh, to it's check. So it's like my new friends so, on TikTok. It's like a horror movie or something. And then I, I, it, I then watching, I'll go to my watching emails. Watching you do this, watching you do this would be like watching a horror movie for me. No, you hate horror movies. That's I hate this image. Okay. So anyway, it's a wonderful morning, especially if it's sunny outside. <laughs> you don't see that your brain gets affected by that. My routine? brain is in perfect working order. <sighs> Perfect. I just read something about caffeine that it definitely helps in terms of long-term illnesses and Alzheimer's and all these other I things. I don't understand I may, how I came I from you. Up my dosage. How did caffeine. I come from you? I don't know. You you hatched from an egg, by the way. I've got, I'm looking at a lot of the pictures from when I'm going through my albums and trying to figure out what to keep and what to get rid of. And almost every picture of you, you have something on your head. Protecting <laughs> your head. You've got a, a, it's either a helmet, a popcorn ball, um, your a blanket, patch. a patches on your eye. You, you, you're, you're dressing up like your sister dressed you up like a little girl. I mean, you're, you're bathing dolls. I mean, the, the pictures of you are outrageous. Oh my and God. A lot, I, I would say 90% you are sleeping somewhere. Like yeah. on the floor, in the chair to get your hair What is that? Why was in I a, constantly in a, sleeping? In the Michael Jordan Bulls games, we would we would take you in on our and hold you on our lap, and you slept the entire game <laughs> at five. Yeah, we'd have you curl up really small because you're only supposed to bring like two year olds in. You'd curl you up, and we'd bring you in there, thinking that you're going to enjoy the game, and you literally would sleep for the entire oh, entire game. Oh my god! Michael Jordan, uh, Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, and you're snoring. That is fucking hilarious. But at least we didn't have to pay for your ticket. That is good. Uh, speaking of which, that reminds me that we celebrated an anniversary this weekend. Da, 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 da. Dead Dad Day. Yeah, that 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 didn't deserve the fanfare. I thought you were talking about the 300 episodes again. Uh, yeah, the Dead Dad Day is always a wonderful experience. Um, I actually, I, I I really feel like it's important, and this was probably one of the better ones. Yeah, we do a little a little ritual, another. It's ritual. definitely a celebration. It's not really a, a depressing moment. It's a celebration of someone's life. So my dad was a very funny man, and he he would write us letters at camp. And he would uh, also write in his scuba dive log. And, uh, you know, most people, when they would write letters at camp, like when my mother would write letters, they'd be pretty, like, normal parent letters, like, hey, this is what's going on in our life, our lives, what's going on in yours. It was great to hear that you went water skiing today. Uh, we just sent you a package. We hope you enjoy it. You know, share it with your friends, all that shit, right? When my dad wrote us at camp he would basically make up fictional stories about every person in our life. Or, or any person that he's ever met. He does, They don't have to be in our life. He they would, could be fic fictitious a, stories. As a 10-year-old, a, a I would receive letters that said things like, your, your grandma is now <laughs> dating... <laughs> like your high school... Your, 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 your landscaper. Your landscaper, your teacher... Uh, and because of that, your grandfather has decided to resort to uh, going after the the uh, farmers market person. All this shit, and it was just out of control that he would he would basically joke around with us like we were real adults. Adults, yes, because your brother was like I, I don't know he was like six, 
And he was getting the same letters. <laughs> he was seven, and, yeah. Oh, my God. It was just... Uh, Unreal. I, mean, I, I, I couldn't compete. They were so damn funny that literally I think we should publish them. And I think we should. One day we should publish oh, them. Oh, wow. Should I actually so took a crazy. Should I read one, a little bit of one of the ones? Is it inappropriate yeah. for me to read one? No. Is it sacrilegious? Okay. Sacrilegious. Well, who, who fucking cares? Um, this one said, uh, dear. Well, how old were you? Uh, this was in 2004, so I was 15. What's going on with your nose, Mom? I had a little issue with my nose. Don't yeah. worry about it. It's fine. This says, Dear C. Ross P. Man. So P stands for penis. Uh, <laughs> greetings from Northbrook. It, it could be penis boy. No, it says, Dear, Dear C. Ross P. Man. P is short for penis, for sure. Okay, penis man then. Greetings from Northbrook, and here's hoping that this letter finds you happy and healthy. We dropped off your sister at the airport today, so it's just me and the Mudra, that was your nickname, in the house for the next two weeks before we go away for our annual pilgrimage to find the poker gods. It has been quite disturbing in the past few hours since we've been alone. First of all, your mother does not like sanitizing her hands on a regular basis. As you know, it is important to sanitize every few minutes to keep the germs away and she fails to keep up her end of the bargain. So it has been very difficult living with her these past 12 hours. I hope it improves, but I'm not feeling very optimistic about it. I'll keep you posted. Now, just can we interject there that this is this is way before this crisis, obviously. Unreal. So he, he had some foreshadowing. There was some sort of psychic ability on his part to know that how they, they important some hand sanitizer. And he would choose these arbitrary things to just start loving. Like hand sanitizer was one of them. Another fruit one was, jello. Fruit jello was another one. If you insulted fruit jello, you'd be insulting him. Uh, should I continue on or should we just leave it yeah. at that? Okay. Well, yeah, this is, well, you got a little bit more knowledge about what, what this guy was like that created you and your siblings. I lo- He re- goes on to say, I lost 20 bucks in a heads-up Omaha high-low today. I was feeling rather good about winning that tournament the other day, but I think I got too cocky, especially when the person I was playing had a Cubs logo on his identification. It makes me physically ill that I lost to a Cub fan. Speaking of the Cubs... I'm very happy these days because they are seven games out of first place and the Sox are a half game ahead in first place. It's going to be a great summer for baseball. Okay, got to go. <laughs> Can't wait to see you this weekend. Love you, miss you. See you, see you later, alligator after Wild Crocodile. I love you, the faithful one. So just for edification, Cam, would you describe yourself as an avid sports fan? <laughs> yeah. I would say that I bonded with, with my father when it came to watching the White Sox, especially okay. in the final couple of years when we would go yeah. to a ton of those games. Yeah, but and in, in, in truth be told, when he wrote that, he was not writing it for you. No, he is writing it because he was an avid White Sox fan and fucking hated the Cubs, their arch nemesis. And he was also a big, unlike me, a big gambler. <laughs> Basically, those two, all those interests were not your interests. I don't know all. how I came from you guys. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know how he had a. He didn't have a zabutan in his. <laughs> yeah, zafu. he was not the not the type to have a zabutan in zafu. He was his his morning routine. By the way, was not very similar to yours. <laughs> yeah. He would get up at four thirty and leave the house <laughs> to go to work because he was so type A personality. I mean, I guess that, you're very similar in that. Yeah, that is similar. Yeah. But that was the type of uh, 
there was a, he was kind of a macho man and but he was a loving macho man which i appreciated yeah. and i think that kind of came out in these letters he is a very complex person i would say that it made me not only want to have kids or remind me that i wanted to have a family but also how important it is to actually take the time to write to your kids when you're given the opportunity and and yeah. you know joke around with them a lot of people don't joke around with their parents right I was trying to joke around, but I couldn't come here. He was, I was like, why bother after, you know. But look, we're doing it now. We're taking this opportunity. Yeah, I'm joking around. around I'm more of a verbal, I'm more of a talking joke arounder than a writing joke arounder. Yeah. And he was a very silly physical comic as well. Yeah, you got your clowning from him for sure. And I would, you know, what else is interesting is how, you know, going through those letters can really, um, remind you give you a fuller picture of who this person is whereas when you just think back on them without that it you kind of it becomes more two-dimensional and you only remember some details like i would remember that he was really funny but also kind of moody and would yell at me sometimes oh yeah he's a yeller but and and then i would just put him in this box as opposed to remembering oh wow these are really fucking sweet caring letters that he sent not this one in particular but there have there were several in the bunch that were like really like loving yeah and, and you forget that sensitive side so moral of the story right i mean he definitely was um right more of a, yeah he was an, a writer like such a great writer um and my the cards that he would write for my birthday mother's day anniversary all that were lengthy cards, similar to like the kind of things that you're very thoughtful to when you write. And well, I so think I learned it from him. Maybe. I, I definitely did. Yeah. So, I mean, he wasn't as verbal, for sure, as he was a writer. And uh, so that's interesting. But yeah. I think it's important that um, you choose someone who you can have fun with. And and I think I could never be with someone who was real straight and narrow. And I, I like a irreverence. In a person. Yeah. I, I'm also amazed at how, how much someone's life can actually impact you. Like, what? It's been 14 years. and Since, since he died. Yeah. Yeah. I am still, I think about the guy every day. It's fucking nuts. I know. It's, it's weird. Especially right now when you're going through all these photo albums. It's like, whoa, almost every picture that I, I, I kept taking photo shots, uh, screenshots and sending you guys pictures of him doing crazy clown like antics. Yeah. Like something that you would do like almost exact same poses. Yeah. Weird. Very weird. Yeah. It really gets ingrained in there. Yeah. It's tough. I mean, we always joke around like that. I'm a cougar mom and all that kind of stuff, but I was actually like more of like most of my life was more of like a wife and mother than I was the cougar mom. Yeah. I think that you had your own little, games that you play with us and outlandish behavior is still yeah but uh yeah i was never miss uh miss prudy no say sanctimonious uh housewife yeah definitely not of of of, of northbrook illinois Certainly anyway not. anyway that was so, a nice little detour and commemoration yeah, we to detoured Pops. we detoured i think in honor of uh, that i can read you uh, another email that we got okay this is uh, someone who already written it a number of times, and he said, this is your friend, Matt. 
I am listening to the podcast right now. I'm still waiting to have sex with Karen. Oh, wow. Hi, Karen. I want to ask you, please, to email me, please. Do you know Do you know to have sex with me in every sex positions? Oh, that's an interesting question. Do you know to have sex with him in every sex positions, Mom? I think I know to have sex with him in every sex positions. I wow. Think I, would, I think I would know or follow his lead in every sex position that he knew. Wow. I would love if you guys could just, you know, write down some of those sex positions when you're having sex and just to I, teach yeah. everyone else. Yeah, I think that we should start with like the rusty trombone. Oh, <laughs> fucking disgusting. I've heard of that one. Uh, I, no, I mean, Matt, I'm glad that you brought that up. That, uh, you know, there are a lot of sex positions that people take for granted. We got a text over here from Adam that I'd like to get into. Oh, man, we're going from the sublime to the ridiculous. Hey, guys, I'm almost done binging your show. Only four episodes left, and I had a sentiment I wanted to share. After listening to about 200 hours of your show, I feel a very strong bond to both of you. Since the content is so intimate, genuine, and impersonal, I feel closer to, to you than some of my own family where we don't have conversations about these topics. At the same time, I'm basically a stranger to you, and you know almost nothing about me. It's a very strange juxtaposition that I haven't dealt with before. I have never felt so emotionally invested in a media outlet I have consumed and have also never been in such a one-sided relationship. It definitely creates some different feelings, and I'm guessing some of your list other listeners feel the same way. Just wanted to see your thoughts on being on the other side and the other end of it with your listeners. This is an incredibly helpful perspective to get, and I really appreciate you uh, sending this, uh, Adam. Yeah, I do too. Wow, I was touched by it. When I read it, I was like, whoa, this was um, something that's very sweet, and I'm glad that we can have this kind of impact, but it also puts a lot of responsibility on us too. I would say that for me, it it is extremely uh, an extremely kind and honest message, and yeah, it is a strange one-sided relationship just to be able to talk, talk, talk and be heard by someone but not get the response in return. I mean, obviously you have the ability to text us through yes, text mom, and we'll do our best to respond either through the show or by texting it back. But it is a weird, I, I don't know how to, how to um, remedy the situation. Um, to make it more even keeled. Like, you, well, there's, it's literally impossible that, you know, unless somebody's going to spend hours, talking into a microphone to let us know who they are. It's impossible for us to have the, a reciprocal relationship. However, I mean, when we go, when we do live shows and we actually meet people, I think that helps. You know, I think that it would be interesting to hear some of your voicemails if anyone wanted to call in uh, with regard to some of these episodes, just yeah. to hear your response. And maybe that would allow for a, a dialogue to form. Uh, yeah. But anyway, we're open to ideas for how to better can make this a two-way relationship. Two way yeah. And uh, if you have ideas, please let us know at yes text mom. That's our phone number. You can text us or leave us a voicemail there. Or they can join us on Patreon because Patreon is all you little sneaky freaks. We got some T-shirts and merch that say sneaky freaks, and they're selling like hotcakes. And we have a new patron, Bridget. Thank you, Bridget, for joining our fam. Did you tell them how they joined Patreon? No. Well, I will then. So it's www.patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. Yep. And all, all you got to do is go there 
sign up for as little as I think $5 and you can get all this bonus content. You can see behind the scenes footage. You can see me doing my TikToks. Well, that you probably could see anyway. But anyway, being a Patreon member, it shows loyalty towards us and it makes us feel like we're doing the right thing out here. So it would be helpful if you guys would join and be a little sneaky freak with us. I also wanted to thank all of our patrons who responded to our poll on what type of guests we should have on the show. And uh, it turns out, this is this is an interesting little finding. Only uh, the, the lowest number... So I gave like a bunch of different categories for the types of guests that we can have on the show. They could be comedians, they could be friends of ours, artists, uh, uh, you know, porn stars. Sexologists. Uh, yeah, sex talk about listeners, athletes, reality TV stars. Guess what... Guess the number, the least amount of votes got. Just us talking. No. What? The least amount of votes was given to artists. No one gives a shit about artist sex lives, apparently. I don't know why. Artists, like painters or like maybe recording artists? I don't know. What type of artists? I guess it was too ambiguous. Maybe that's why. It's a vague question. It's a very vague question, Cam. You should have X'd that out of there. The top category that everyone wanted to hear from was porn stars and adult industry folks. Oh, my God. I can't take it. I can't take it, Cam. <laughs> I can't. I, 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 I'm I, just like... I, You're I over said, that? What? No, I've just interviewed so many over the years, and I don't understand, like... I mean, I do understand, because they are very open, and they're funny, usually, and they're smart, and they have so much experience. But it's just the, the experience that they have, sometimes, especially new porn stars, they don't really know what they're talking about. Oh, they don't. They're not sexologists. They're not sexologists. They are performers. So they're only giving you a performing perspective or what they know from their civilian life, which is always fucked up because they, you know, you can't go from like uh, getting gangbanged every day to regular old, you know, vanilla sex. Well, we also got one interesting comment from someone named Adam. And I'm wondering if this is the other Adam that also tuned in through Yes Text Mom. But he said, uh, my favorite part of your guests is the variety of experiences. I think more important than their career is hearing from people from different walks of life. Some of the other podcasts I listen to have all similar guests. In a, example, all sex, sex industry workers. But I really like the various stories and experiences you guys get to uncover. I think this guy nailed it on the head. I, I agree. I think it's got to be the same, Adam. And Adam, I think you can be our like uh, co-producer here. This is <laughs> you've, been, you've been giving us some good good feedback, and uh, you obviously have a lot of experience, being that you've heard three hundred episodes. So I really like what he just said, though, because the truth of the matter is, is you do learn more from a, like a, a lot of different people than you do from the same genre. Of people. Like I said, if you're all porn stars, you're going to hear basically that's their perspective. The the hard from part a, is actually entertainer. Is, the hard part is finding people that actually want to open up about their sex lives. Um, I think by the time we're done with them, they open up. I mean, they may walk in thinking, I'm not talking about anything. And the next thing you know, they're talking about how they went to a bukkake on their first date. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I disagree, Cam. There's really, uh, people find themselves very comfortable. How many of them said, when you asked them, are you comfortable talking about my mom, with my mom about sex? How many said no? Yeah, that's true. A few, but Name me one. Many. No, it's just uh, you could see a little reticence, but you know. But they never admit it. At the end, it's different. <laughs> well, you usually forget to ask them at the beginning. Right, that's true. I wanted to thank everyone who's been leaving us iTunes reviews. You can Very leave helpful. us anywhere. You leave us a review; it's super helpful. It it makes our day. 
and it helps us be found by other listeners and other potential guests. So please do so at ratethispodcast.com slash mom, ratethispodcast.com slash mom. It's also in the show notes of this episode. And I wanted to read a wonderful review we got from Claire's B01. Woohoo! Always has me laughing. So happy I discovered this podcast. It makes me makes doing the most mundane things fun. Whether I'm cleaning around the house or driving to work, I'm guaranteed to laugh out loud. I enjoy the amazing bond Cam and Karen Lee share. More parent-child relationships need to be like this. I certainly wish my relationship was like this with my mom. Thanks so much for always providing both educational yet hysterical content. Exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. Thank you so much, Claire. Claire, you wrote very similar to what that other guy Adam wrote. So that that's nice to hear. Thank you very much. I... I, this helps me not take my relationship with my mom for granted when I hear things like this. So thank you for uh, the reminder. Right. And it makes me not take my son's relationship for granted either. I say sons, plural, and daughter. <laughs> so I would like to uh, wrap it up, Mom. Are you ready for me to sing, son? After I just say thank you to everyone who's been supporting us in whatever ways that you're supporting us, even just listening to this podcast and sharing it with a friend right. is really thank helpful you. and meaningful. And Thank uh, you. we love Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We do love you. We we could not do this without you. There's no point of having this discussion without having someone on the other receiving end, as we see that uh, so many people enjoy that. So here we go. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and talking and opening up in letters or emails with your family Oh. What was wrong with that? Why are you frowning? I just think that that was a little against the cadence or something there. The rhythm got well, fucked. Well, I, I, I stopped because I had to think to make sure I, it came out right, and then the, that's why the pause was there. Okay, well, I, I appreciated the, the idea behind it. Um, the idea was there, so give me a, 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 an eight for idea, a two for, for delivery. delivery. Love you. Thanks for tuning in. Love you very much, you guys. Bye. Bye. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.